Hey, Snow. Hey, MJ. You know, we didn't really stay up too late last night. I'm feeling the effects of Jay Moore. What do you mean? I know we didn't I stay know. up late. I know. I'm just, I can't stay up late I'm anymore. I'm tired. Old. Yeah. Oh, just tired yeah. today. Dragon ass. Yeah. I'm not probably because I'm so nervous for the game today. Oh, yeah. So no, I'm no, like, no, I have high anxiety right now. <laughs> it is much easier when you don't have a horse in the race. Just kind of just sit back yeah. and go, well. I know. That's why I'm trying to drink this beer to like mellow myself down. But <laughs> it, it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> and we have a guest. We have a Shelly. guest Hello. Today. Hi. Hey, I've been trying to get Shelly on this podcast for like a year and a half. Literally. Just well, we're glad you're here yeah, now. thank you. Yeah. I'm glad to be here, finally. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second, though. But on, on the Jay Moore, boy, I didn't recognize him when he came out on stage. I know. The first thing he said was, I know I look like Jay Moore ate Jay Moore. <laughs> oh, he gave He more, is, because yeah. re- I guess he went to rehab. I didn't know that he had, like, a meth addiction. Didn't he it say was it was Adderall. meth? Oh, alcohol. Well, same thing. Adderall is legal meth, yeah, basically. Yeah, because he was talking about how he lost some teeth too. He was he made a joke about how he has a flipper, so he was making a whistle joke like oh. the like the guy from um, Family Guy, the pervert guy. Oh for, yeah, yeah. Oh. And I'm like, but you look like Peter Griffin, though. I'm like thinking <laughs> you look like him, but you know. He was still funny, though. Where was he at? Yeah. Tropicana? Tropicana, yeah. Yeah. He was still funny. Yeah, he was good. And I liked that he didn't do any politic jokes, like political jokes. I was like, good, because I, I need a break from that myself. Yeah. That would, you know? that would be the wrong place to do it. Oh, yeah, well, and like, depending on if he did. Like, Shelley and I went to go see Aaron Lewis in Laughlin. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, his music's good, but again, when he speaks in between songs, I sort of get why people tell Bruce Springsteen just shut up and play uh, yeah. to, to a point. But between every song, it was like "fuck Joe Biden." Yeah, it was like a rally, every not a song. concert. And you're like, I didn't come here for that, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. well, I got, I've gotten irritated with like no effects because Fat Mike has a bad habit of talking between it, and I'm like, okay, if I would have known I was going to like. Henry Rollins' spoken word like show, I would know that I'm here to listen to you talk, but you're supposed to be playing music. Right, yeah. It's a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up and play. Yeah, shut up and play. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we never um, got back on to talk about the Reiki podcast with Michelle. Reiki. 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 That was amazing, by the way. I know. I was into it. I got emotional parts. I really resonated with her, like uh, her story. And now I'm like, I want to get into that stuff. I feel like that's something that would be for me. Yeah, you should. Because I don't know if we have many Reiki healers up here. There's a couple that I've heard of. A couple of my friends go to them, but that's not a lot for the amount of people in the town. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm like right after this episode it reminded me that i gotta book my appointment because i'll be down in phoenix in march and so i'm gonna go swing oh, by and get a yes i want to because i want to experience like a whole session me with too her. when i do mine i'm gonna i'm gonna do that too the long one i'm gonna yeah i'm yeah. gonna do the hour one yeah yes we left you some paperwork from yeah Michelle. cool thank you yes so thanks again michelle yes and thank you what was her what was her friend's name Amel. Emil. Okay, Emil. yes. Yeah. Emil. 
meal. Yeah. Yes, a big thanks to them again. Yeah, and uh, Snow got the book that Emil recommended. Yeah, I haven't started reading it yet. Ask I, and it, it just came. Ask and it's given. Learn to Manifest Your Desires by Esther and Jerry Hicks, which you can find on Amazon. That's where I got mine, because okay. it's just easier. Not that I am an Amazon uh, I'll fan. Have to, I'll have to read it after you yeah. done with it. Yeah. I mean, and so the one thing that was kind of just weird, you know, and I have an open mind about everything, mm-hmm. but it wasn't what happened on the podcast. The episode was great, but it was what happened after we finished the podcast, and like we always do, we sit around and shoot the shit and stuff like that, and... I think you described it best when um, somehow she said, "Has has somebody's lost their dad lately?" And I was like, "Yeah, that would be me." And she did this thing where she like looked over her shoulder. I happened to be looking at her right when she did it. Like she was sitting where you're sitting, Uh and she kind of like she goes (laughs) like Like she's like like yes Uh because she said that a lot of times that's what they do. They just interrupt her. Like they don't. Right. They don't really, I mean, they've got something to say, you know, (laughs) so they're like, pay attention to us. We don't care if you're talking, you know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And uh, she had said like, um, that I had something unresolved with my father when he passed away, which is true. 100% true. Yeah. And he said, he just wants to let you know he's sorry. And I'm like, just like frozen. Just like. Right. Like what? What? How, I'm. I was waiting for him you? to like start crying or something. Because I'm like, I probably oh, would have. My if God. I was here, I probably would have cried for yeah, you. Just yeah, like, okay. yeah, right. well, yeah, not, that's intense. I, I, was, I was probably like grabbing the table and right? like, don't cry, don't cry. Right. He, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm like emotional or weirded out. Totally. Was, <laughs> like was, mind blown. It was a little bit both. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's, okay. Well, some, sometimes people can say something generic, you know, and go, okay. You know, like astrology. Yeah, like but, he's uh, with you and you're good, yeah. you know, but something like that. Like, yeah, it was just like, specific, wow. Very specific. Yeah. yeah. So, how did it affect you on that, listening to that? Well, because I, I used to, you know that um, that Tyler Henry dude? Have you ever watched him on TV? He's like a medium. Oh. Like that too. Okay. Like a lot of people go in and see him and you always wonder, like, because it's how accurate it is because it's on was used to be on etv i think you know so you don't know if stuff's just done for a show and all that but i don't know i feel like like you guys saw a lot of that's legit and i didn't know she was able to do that too because that's a whole other gift i think yeah Yeah, something else and um so i was over there feeling for you and i knew some of the stuff that she was saying like because i know you personally so and uh, I was like, oh, that is, like, about him. Like, some of the stuff about how you what, overthink and all that. And I'm like, that's that's legit, you know. But a lot of the stuff she said, that's the stuff I'm into. All the growth, the healing. Um, she talked about a lot. There was a lot going on in that episode. But I was so into with it. But I resonated with all of it. I was like, this is legit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, her body dysmorphia, same thing with me. I used to be big. Like over like a hundred pounds more than what I am now. Wow. Yeah. So that was part of my journey, but it's all tied in, mm-hmm. you know, like how you, I guess, how you look on the outside would reflect how you're feeling on the inside too, as well. Like working out and all that, and taking care of your body. That's because you want to take care of yourself in all ways. 
And then, um, let's see what else did she talk about? That, the Reiki, there was something else she talked about too. Oh, all the traumas and stuff mm. from her past relationships and that too. I'm like, I feel all of that so much. The people pleasing, mm -hmm. like the nice people, we know that, <laughs> you know? So it was, yeah. a, it was good. Like I, I cried like three times during it oh, just because wow. that's how much it, I feel like I'm like yeah. an empath like she was. So when you feel mm -hmm. something like to that deep resonating, like it, tears can sometimes just coming out, like start coming out. Oh, wow. So yeah, it was, yeah, I was over there like crying and listening. I had to stop. I paused it one time just to message MJ and tell him like, Hey, like I'm really digging this episode. I'm crying, but it's okay. It's not like it's a bad cry. Right. It's just a lot of the time, sometimes your body wants to release something or if it really feels something. It's so. like that strum in my page. Like she's reading from your diary, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel this part. Yeah. It was really cool. And we got like a positive reaction from that episode on it. Um, you know, listeners and um, just even downloads we were more than usual i shared that mm -hmm. i had to share it on my page i was like go listen to this episode because mm -hmm. that's what i kind of do a lot um on my my facebook's a lot of memes of course because i like to make people laugh i've always been like that clown right literally i love memes yeah i i do too i think there have been a lot of times people would just come up to me be like you just made my day like i was having such a rough day but just seeing your post just it turned my day around so when i hear that stuff i'm like oh like I want to keep doing that because I feel like people have a lot of bad days. Like if something that small can make their day better, that's like nothing for me. It's just a share yeah. and maybe 10 people will have a better day. So yeah. I like making memes too. I've, I've never been creative maker. like that. Oh, I don't know. I'm surprised I'm not because I, I love them yeah, so Yeah, you can go on there like the meme-matic or whatever and then you like use your own pictures yeah. too or pictures that you find like somewhere else and... Just right. write whatever Adjure. you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of funny people out there. There is. I'm like, who made this? This is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's some really good ones. Definitely. And then I also share a lot of spiritual stuff, like the healing stuff. Yeah. And I know that those always get like less likes. I noticed that if I pers if I post like a a meme uh, even a, if it's a dirty meme or something, everybody's liking that stuff. But the right. spiritual inner healing it's barely any, but I know it's because, you know, you have to. Isn't that funny, though? Like, people seem to be more attracted to, like, negative stuff than even the positive uh -huh. stuff. Like, they'll click more on whether the reaction is good or bad yeah. on the negative stuff. They'll still click on that yeah. stuff more and share that stuff more, it seems like. Right. Just I, like, I've been noticing this a lot. Of, I'm noticing a lot of my friends, they're starting to. And I don't know if it's because the group of my friends are getting older and we're just getting tired of stuff. Like, I need to learn or I need to heal or do something because something's not changing. But a lot more people are starting to post, like, inspirational quotes and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I see right. you guys. But that's how it is, I think, in life. Like, whatever you're putting out around you, it's going to have some kind of effect. So that's why I keep doing that, too. I'm like, no, I'm going to keep posting my inspirational stuff because I know it's going to help somehow. Yeah, good. Some way, you know. 
A lot yeah. of people need to hear that stuff. Sometimes. Yeah, but how do you do that? I mean, like you and I can have a conversation, or Snow and I can have a conversation, and we can be really open with each other. How do you do that though? Because you'll you'll get right on your camera and you'll yeah, say and just be very uh, very yeah, I, vulnerable. I, yeah, I can't. I couldn't do that. I don't know how I do that now. Years ago, I never would have been able to. Like, I can go on there and make a video and just start talking about the most personal stuff and even start crying. But that's the thing, though, too, is is to let people see the vulnerable sides of you. Like, mm-hmm. that's that authentic stuff. And it kind of lets them know that it's okay to, like, be like that and express yourself. Because a lot of people hold that stuff in, like, their feelings. And, you know, it's okay to... That crying's not a bad thing. If anything... Yeah. If you feel like you need to cry, you need to let that out. I wish I cried more, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I barely cry at all, you know? Yeah, like, it's... Uh, I think I got more emotional when I had my son, which makes sense. When I became a mom, so I kind of... right. You know, I always laugh because I used to, I used to laugh at my mom because she'd be watching her Lifetime movies and she'd always start like crying and stuff. I'm like, ah, mom. And now I'm that person. I will cry. <laughs> like, if I see somebody else crying, I'm like, I start crying. I'm like, oh, I know. But, yeah. My stepmom, she was crying one time. We were watching the Miss USA and she was crying because her home state, the Miss Illinois, like made it to the end. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> She's like, I know, I'm just getting so emotional. Of it. <laughs> are you like, what? If, if the Niners make it to the Super Bowl, are you Ooh, cry? yeah, you have oh, to. Well, that's There's a good tears. question. If they lose today, I might cry. <laughs> I'm going for them, by the way. Oh, yay, good. I feel like because I'm giving a lot of my good energy towards them at the win. Yes. Yeah. I know. I'm. This is the only game that I've really been nervous for them. Like, all the other ones, I was like, oh... They got to go up against like the number one team, somewhere. right? But I think they have a good chance. It's not like I think they won't win. I think right. they really could win. Might like, be one of those games that's on. But it's like it could go either <laughs> yeah. way, you know. I'm not gonna know till it starts. Oh, right. Where I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm not feeling good about this, or you know, I feel, I feel sick. I feel sick. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go home and watch it because I was here last week. And we were watching the Cowboys, and it was just like, um, <laughs> God, who's a comedian that swears a lot? I know I'm probably worse at watching football games than my dad, and that's yeah. who I learned it from. <laughs> I mean, it was just constant. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and then the Forty Nineers make a good player. Play it and. <laughs> get first down like fuck I mean go farther <laughs> I wish I would have seen I would have been watching you more than the game <laughs> I'm like I know because I was just like you need to do better you guys gotta get way ahead of them I, know, uh, I mean you've I, gotta really blow them out I, it's the cowboys I'm, I'm sitting here going alright should I pop my phone and just start recording this <laughs> right no but this hell is an episode <laughs> I know and then just edit out just edit out the football Beep. game in the background and just make, you know, an hour and a half of just snow, just cursing. Snow watching the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, that's the true entertainment right there. All right? I know. Like, oh. oh, shit. All right, so what else is going on? Hey, what's up with corn? Um, no, I'm waiting for them to do a... I know they're going to announce some kind of spring tour, possibly. Because they have that date in Vegas, so it makes me feel like they're oh, yeah. going to plan a, a yeah. show around there. Yeah, they're doing that festival. Uh-huh. Sick New World. Yeah. I'm going to end up at that somehow. I'm going to manifest that. Uh, my my uh, nephew wants to come down from Colorado for it, but it was sold out. Yeah, it's sold out. Big festival. Lots of, mostly like new metal 
type. That's my that was my thing, new metal back in high school. That was my genre. Do they ever play like in their hometown of Bakersfield? Bakersfield. Like do they uh, have like they've had shows there. I think the last time they played there I probably was there. Uh, or well, you know what? No. But they do sometimes. It's it doesn't happen too often. Either they'll play Fresno or Bakersfield. Okay. Yeah. But, but they no longer. Because Bakersfield, Bakersfield isn't no. really that that I like that big for Yeah. You know. I went to see uh, Jonathan Davis, the singer there. Uh, I saw a solo show of his at a small bar there. This was in like oh. 2006, I think. Or no, this was 2009. Uh, and that was really interesting because he had all of his like family was there. That probably his be really dad, good. His brother, his sister. Like yeah, it was tiny. It was like the place. size of Sportsman's. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was tiny in there. Wow. Yeah, and then uh, they had like chairs, like little rows lined up. I was like the second row back. And then afterwards he gave everybody like, cause he was sitting on a throne when he was performing. So he let everybody like have a photo op with that, take a picture in the throne and he's standing right next to you. It was oh, really cool. cool. Yeah. How did you get to know them? Uh, just from being around a lot, going to a lot of the shows, the way you used to have to meet bands back in the day was go outside after the show and stand by their buses. Mm-hmm. Like me and our, like the big fans back then, we would just stand there afterwards even if it was hours after the show, we'd still be waiting. We're like, well, they have to come out sometime. <laughs> they yeah, have to right? come out to their bus. <laughs> so just from that, they got to recognize our faces. Like, oh, those girls are here, here again. Because I've seen Corn 51 times live. Wow. So, yeah. You're like their biggest fan. Yeah, I was one of them. I was known for that. Like on the I'm internet, saying. like uh, I had won a contest. This was 2004. It was like Corn's biggest fan. And people, you know, you entered your submissions. And mine was just, like, a picture of me in my room, which was all decked out. Like, there was not one little space of white on that wall. Like, you know. And it was all corn? All corn. Okay. And then I had all my shirts, all my merch, and I stood there, or I sat there, and uh, they took the picture of me. And that's what I sent in. So when I won, they made a, a cartoon out of me, like how I look, even with the cool. beanie and long hair. And they put it on their website. So I was, like, the little character that was running on their website so that's how a lot of people got to know me like online like oh that's the the, the one the chick that won corn's biggest fan that's pretty cool then i then i want a uh, autographed xbox like signed by all of them and then uh, a couple other things that they had sent so i just was always on the fan sites a lot like they're that's shells that's shells like so eventually the band they started being like if if Jonathan would go in like a chat room, he'd be like, "Hey everybody, hey shells!" Like he'd always single me out, so it was like that's how everybody knew who I was. But and I would just I was never the type to like ask for the band like, "Oh, get me this, get me backstage, get me that." It always just mm-hmm. kind of just happened. Like I knew this person who was like, "Hey, yeah, come back!" And so just from being around all those times, I used yeah. to get, I used to get backstage at like the. Uh... It wasn't during the hair band time, but it was after they peaked and they were starting to come back, like the poison stuff. And I had this friend and uh, all my other friends said she was like Janice from Friends because she had that annoying laugh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But she, she, was, she was pretty. <laughs> and and she, would, she would always get backstage because she would always get the singer's attention, and, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And With a voice like that? Yeah, well, they didn't. Attention. They didn't know that until oh. they got backstage. She wasn't like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> Throw a hoopet her back. <laughs> but how it would work was they'd be like, "I'll oh, come backstage," and she goes, "Oh yeah, but he's my ride." And they're like, "Okay, well, you, 
come, come you back can come to hang out over there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> And, and the first time we were up in the middle of nowhere in New Hampshire and on Lake Winnipesaukee. Uh-huh. And um, she's on the bus with Brett. Who knows what's going on? Well, we've all seen uh, his Rock of, Rock of, Rock Love. of Love. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to watch I was that. Like, I was like, what were they called? That's right. Rock, Rock of Love. Love. So I'm just, I'm just kind of sitting there. Well, before that happens, you go into this area and there's like 30, 40 people that they're doing a meet and greet. Uh-huh. And uh, C.C. DeVille comes up to me and starts talking. And says, hey, man, what's up with that stage? I get there, the bouncing up and down. And I don't know, C.C. Uh-huh. And I'm going, C.C., there's all these girls and there's me. Why are you talking to... Oh. Oh. <laughs> you <laughs> so then after that, she goes on the tour bus. So they bring me to the back backstage part. And I'm just like, oh, it's me, a couple roadies, bus. And I see... Uh, bunch of guys hanging out by a campfire I'm like, oh, go talk to these guys and it was all the guys from poison except for brett and all the guys from cinderella and i'm like oh this is cool and you know they're like hey you got boats or like we're out in the lake i'm like no 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 i don't too bad i didn't i know <laughs> like i wish i had a boat and they're like where are all the girls at you know oh you know all the, you know the really gorgeous girls i'm like oh well Boston tomorrow night. We go to Boston. They're like, all right, take take my name down, and then we go the next night, and uh, we had like great tickets. We we're like third row, and again, our names VIP backstage again the next night. And we go back, and uh, she's back with somebody else from Poison or Cinderella, whatever. And then I'm sitting with again uh-huh. the guys from the other guys from Poison Cinderella till two a.m. How That's good cool. for her, though, man. <laughs> like, she's I, got something to tell the grandkids. Someday. I know. I, and, 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 when, and we left, they're like, you're VIP on the tour. Whatever show you want to go to. And like, yeah. all right. We're going to be on tour with Poison this summer. That's awesome. How cool, though. Yeah, that was one thing I would never do anything for backstage passes like that. Right. You know, I've, I've had offers in the past just from being at shows. Like, hey, if you do this, we'll get you backstage. Like, no, like, I'm good no. on that. I, I love the band. I'd love to meet them, but I don't want to meet them that bad. I know. I don't think I could do that no, either. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm I like, I'm, I'm like, like, I'm no. In the end, I'm here for the music. I'm here to jam out, you know, even, yeah. you know, I don't. But I, hey, I appreciate girls. That, like, if that's what you yeah, want to do, then yeah, do have it. Have a good time. You know? Be safe. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's. It's about that. If men can do it, women should be able to do it too. You know, a lot of the times backstage too, it's not what you think. No, you're, you're, you're just hanging out. Yeah, and there's a lot. It's a lot of roadies back there, anyways. Like their buses mm-hmm. are more so where you would want to be at, because that's more so where they're probably hanging out in their own tour bus and stuff, not yeah. the backstage type area. That's all just to move in the equipment and all that. Yeah, or your green rooms you have too. Yeah, it's not a big party. Just, yeah, it's even, not. You know, even when with Poison and Cinderella, it was just more of we were just like hanging out. Today. Hey, uh-huh. what's up? Good show. Uh, what, yeah, you, you know. picture like, oh, backstage. Like, yeah, no. A lot of the times, no. It's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have been backstage? I have not. Yeah. I haven't. But I did get the guitar pick given to me by Mike Ness before at a social distortion show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's I was cool. like, 
<laughs> he touched this hand. So I put it in my bra and I would like check it after. I'm like, hopefully it didn't fall out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I that's what I ha- I collect guitar picks from shows. I probably have like close to a hundred from actual shows. But I think out of those hundred, I've only ever really caught two of those. I cannot get those things. Or they'll go right above me. They're everywhere. But oh, I know wow. a technique. Like once you and they, you watch and those the people pick, throw them. Yeah, you okay. watch the pick, and as soon as you see it hit that floor, you put your foot right over it. Cause he, he walked by and he, and like, I was like, I had my hands up and he like touched my hand and put it in yeah, my hand see, and then I grabbed cool. him. I'm like, this is like the best thing that's happened to me all year. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> that was especially for you. I know. I was like, oh, is this funny? The coolest thing I had happened though was at Godsmack in Vegas the, the, the last time. And <laughs> that was and, cool. Uh, our, my friend made a sign for Colin to hold up. Like this is my third show. It's my dad's 33rd show. We're right on the side of the stage where Sully could read it. Uh huh. And after his, they, they do this drum battle thing. And right, right after that, Sully just walked right up to him. And there was no crowd to fight over it. It was just a simple <laughs> little flick of the uh, right in the Collins that's hand. so cool. Made Collins' is, day. Right? Yeah. Made Collins' yeah. year, probably. Yeah. Life. <laughs> right? Life, that's yeah. a- and I, was like, and I was like, after 33 times, I've never got anything. Like <laughs> you need to make a sign next time. And signs will work sometimes. You're... Right? Like, I'm over here. Although I did used to hang out at the same bar in Manchester, New Hampshire, when they were coming up, and they were just starting to hit. You know, we'd hang out, and then they would always block off the upstairs section, and that's where Godsmack stayed. But then one time, Sully came down to get a drink or something like that, and he has bodyguard with him. And Bobby goes, no, no, don't, don't say anything to him. I'm like, why? I'm just going to say hi. And Sully stopped and said hi. I'm like, hey, what's up, man? Right. What's my only interaction? He's a short little guy, too. I was going to say he's so short, too. He would definitely stand out. I would notice him really quick. Same with, like, David Draymond, too, from Disturbed. Is he short? Yeah, he's short. I, I was at a Romstein concert one time, and he was in the back standing there. So I was like, oh, well. So I went up to him. He was pretty cool. Took a picture with him. But he was probably like my height. He's pretty short. Really? Yeah. It's crazy when you like think of certain people like up on stage and stuff. Like you think of them as this big, I guess you could say rock god. And they're like right here. I'm like, well, that's different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mike Ness isn't very tall. Uh I think he's like 5'7". I was like, I thought he was like 6 feet or something, you know? Yeah, looking up. Yeah. 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 I, I think Sully wears like platform boots though. When he's like the there. kiss boots. Not that, that, that ridiculous. <laughs> he's got a couple inches on there. <laughs> Little platform. Shit. Uh, so what's the other thing going on? Um, you know, Stone and I were talking about like internet dating. Oh, I mean, dating in general. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just yeah. it's a lot uh, a lot of nothing. So <laughs> what it is, it's a lot of the same stuff. A lot of dicks. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of sexual. Like literally uh, and yeah. yeah. No, I signed up. I signed up at the beginning of the year for some apps. I hadn't been on any dating apps since like 2008, so that was a long time ago. Oh yeah. You know what? You know what made me want to sign up for the apps is because I was watching that show Love Is Blind on uh, Netflix. That's the one where. They have two people. They're they're divided. They can't see each other. Oh, okay. and that's the one where they all they can do is talk to each other. And if they decide they're like really vibing and stuff, the the dude or the the woman can propose. 
and then they leave the place. And I think it's in 10 days they decide if they're really going to get married. I think uh, they even go live together for, I don't know the amount of time. If it, 10 days seems really short, obviously, but they go, uh, but yeah, they decide if they're going to get married. But that's how love is blind. They can't see each other. So, they so gonna, wait, when, even when they're living together? Oh, they, and that, then they can then see they each can other. Then they can see each other. Yeah. Okay. Like, the like, dude do they will, keep them like divided? No, the they'll propose okay. and then they meet each other and then they all go like to the a vacation spot and they share a room for how, however long. And then they actually go live together for like, Maybe it's in a month, actually, that they have to decide. Because 10 days, you can't do all that within, right? you know. Well, even even 90 day fiance. I was going to say that you can give yeah. me 90 days on that one. So, <laughs> I was watching that show. I, I, I got into it for like a minute. Yeah. But then I'm just like. I liked the concept of it, though. Because I'm like, well, yeah, that's really connecting with the person, not but seeing it seems, them. And it seems like um, that they, that most of them. Some of them, I guess, work out, but it seems like most of them, it's a situation about, like, citizenship uh-huh. to me. Like, yeah. that's what it seems like they want to come to America or whatever, uh-huh. which, some I mean, well, who can blame them? Like, some of the countries that they're coming from, they're like, oh, right. I go there instead, better opportunities. But, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, no, but like I said, I like the concept of it because you're, you're connecting with somebody with, it's not about physical. It's like, do we actually share? Can we have conversations? Like, how do we really vibe like that? So I like that concept. But just watching that show, I'm like, well, what have I, like, all the stuff that I've been doing, like, isn't working. Like, mm-hmm. how I'm meeting people. Maybe I'll try something different. Because somebody on the show is talking about that. They're like, I never thought I would have signed up for something like this. But nothing else is working. So why not try something different? So I was like, maybe I'll go back and sign up on the dating apps. Uh-huh. And so I think I sign up on Tinder and uh, what's the other one? Plenty of Fish. Okay. And I, within like, I think I was on there three weeks and there was, I had like 300 messages, <laughs> 300 different dudes message me within that time span. And I'm like, this is a lot. Like, this is too much for me. Uh, <laughs> like I have, I had to start picking and choosing. Like I would. I had to see their profile picture, and obviously, if I wasn't really attracted to them, I'm like, well, I'm not going to really open that one, because, you know, I don't have this much time to be going through all of these. I uh, know. But the ones that I did go through, like, I got asked out on, like, 10 dates by that weekend, and I told all of them no, because I'm like, I'd still like to get to know you a little bit better before I decide to meet up with you. I go, and plus, like, understand that I just signed up for these, and I'm getting hit up a lot. There's, like... I don't, I'm getting confused on who's who. Like, were you the one that was, you know, is this, are you the one that worked at this place? Like, it, it's a lot. Uh, well, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to keep track of if you're getting not many messages. Yeah, so, or like, so the ones that I would agree to, to meeting up with were the ones that did stand out. You know, mm-hmm. the ones that actually we had long conversations to where I remembered them. Mm-hmm. So I think I went on a couple dates and, you know, those, one of them went well, and actually we're still friends. You know, he's a cool dude. Uh, but the other one, we met up at a, a show downtown, and I, I told him, I was like, I know a lot of people here in town, so I am I might be mingling. You know, because if somebody says hi, I'll stop and talk to them for a second. But uh-huh. he was newer to town, so I didn't want to make him feel like I was leaving him, you know, right. by himself. But I would go over, and I'm like, are you good? I'm like, this is so-and-so, like, trying to introduce him to people and all that. Anyways, uh 
I, he had to leave early, so I told him, I was like, well, text me when you when you get home, you know, because that's just the kind of person I am. Let me know you made home safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't hear from him after that, and I didn't think anything of it. And then the next morning comes, and I don't hear from him. And usually he was hit, saying good morning every morning. We have been talking for, like, a couple weeks. Right. We even talked on the phone, which I don't really give a lot of people my time on the phone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if I do, that means, like, I find you interesting or in- I'm intrigued. Uh, so I didn't hear from him, so I was like, Oh, well, I'm guessing last night didn't go good for him then. And I told one of my friends that. She's like, well, maybe something happened. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Maybe something did. Maybe I will hit him up, make sure he's okay. And uh, he's like, yeah, I I really wish I wouldn't have went out last night. He's like, it didn't feel good to be left alone. And I'm like, like, I told you beforehand that, that, you know, I didn't want that to happen. I go, I invited you there because I figured you liked that kind of music. And, you know, I'm trying to help you out and get to know that scene and stuff so but you know what honestly it's like probably good that he said that because that he it's like dude you are coming across as very needy needy exactly i saw that and extreme needy yeah like you needed me right and i tried too like i kept going up to to sit there and pet your hand for you like and so he's like i go okay i'm like oh i'm sorry you felt that way i didn't mean to that's what i told you beforehand that i was gonna be like talking to some friends you knew (laughs) and uh so i i was like well it kind of just ended like that, and it ended with him saying, like, yeah, well, you seem like a good girl. And then he's like, but I'm, I'm the best in town, so, you know, I'm like, you okay. just moved here. Like, how do you even know that? I go, I've lived here all my life. <laughs> right. You know, like, you know, you're the best in this town. So with that attitude, I'm like, yeah, no, go bye. Bye. You're like, you're needy, and you have some kind of other issues, yeah. too. You know, so like, wow. I was like, you know what? This is all, even the guys have a hard time. I wouldn't say it's ghosting, but they would be like, hey, let's meet up. And then I just don't hear from them ever till like three weeks or two months down the line. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how are we supposed to meet up if you're not being clear? Like, where are we going to meet? What works best with bo- for both of us? And like, also, haven't you noticed that like a lot of them will put that like in their profile too? I don't want to spend all my time texting. Eventually, we're going to have to meet up. But then they do the same yeah, thing. They're I'm like... like do you not see this, that Where, you are well, doing the same thing you complain about? Well, I had a girl recently, it was in a couple weeks, and she would be like, um, uh, well, when, when are we going to get together, you know, or are we just just not vibing? And I was just like, okay, well, let's, let's do this next week. And I gave her, and I didn't hear from her. She didn't respond to that text. <laughs> see? A couple days later, she goes, well, I guess this isn't working out because I didn't hear from you. And I was just uh- like... You didn't respond to my last text, right? So I just yeah, the communication <laughs> lack. Of, the communication is just not, you know. And I'm a believer, and there's going to be a lot of people that don't see how I see, especially men. But I'm more of like a men pursuing a woman, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Because think about it. Look what I was going through. I had 300 men being thrown at me. These men don't have 300 chicks being thrown at them. No, it's like the men are they, thirsty. Yeah, so if you got to really go for what you want, like I I don't I can't sit here and be the one to be going after all these guys. You're, well, you're like, dude, you're making it to where I'm I get to be the one who's picky and choosy because right. you're the one sitting there. I'm being bombarded. Yeah. Clearly, I can't meet up with all 300 of right. you. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I also work too. <laughs> yeah, you have to like stand out and really put the effort in. And that's the thing. Effort isn't a th- much of a thing anymore. Like it just very dies out. But I was thinking about this last night, which I'm glad this actually 
came to my mind because it's like people probably feel they don't need to put in the effort and it goes into what you guys were talking on the the other episode like everything's right there in your hand oh well it didn't work out with this chick but there's hundreds of thousands of other options right here in my hand I could just look at like that like you know they have this saying where it's like porn ruins women I'm like no I think that porn ruins men they think that their life should be like it the does. porn they watch. They just think that all these chicks are just going to come. They say they become desensitized. It, yeah, it, it, and yes. they think that they're just going to have all these chicks coming towards it. And it's like, no. Like, first off, that is like a movie-type situation. I would be willing to bet that even the women that are in those movies, they're specifically actresses, mm-hmm. they probably don't like it treated like shit, like when they're not, you know, like... I guess it's perceived that way that they're, you know, just used for sex on film. But right. they're like, look, the, I have feelings and whatnot. This is just my job mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. And then men, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not a well, fan that, that's, of Well, that's something that I was one raised, you know, fact of is... Because they throw their dicks uh, out there. uh, 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 That's why I'm like the porn connection. Yeah, it's That's why I think about that, you you know. We do this podcast so good. She was... (laughs) Right, where you wanted to go. And um, I guess I've only had that situation a couple times where somebody that I haven't met starts sending me pictures. But what is up with that behavior? Like, why would you put that out there? I mean, how many times has that actually worked? I because I mean, obviously it must I know, work. It's got to work it if they some. keep doing it. Yeah, like, I think it's like who's going to take the bait, and that's how that's how it is. It's like everything's so sexualized, so a chick's probably going to feel like, oh well, if I send him my pictures first, then I'm going to get his attention, or maybe the guys like that too. Well, look what I got. Like that's how they're thinking. It's very physical, sexual. Like why aren't you guys talking, having some deep conversations about other stuff? Why do you have to show off that part of yourself? Because it's right. the outside appearance is what. It's like it's like. They've got 12-year-old mentality. It, I kind of want to go, look, all of us are interested in sex, but that yeah. shouldn't Isn't be that like the go-to. Like, yeah, that's- that shouldn't be like, yeah, I got to know about like the fucking part first off. And I'm like... Like, there have been times on those dating apps where I'm like, yeah, I work out, I'm gym. Oh, well, you must have a nice body then and all that. I'm like, why didn't you think about that I actually take care of my health part? Like, you know, it right. automatically shifts to the sexual stuff and all that. Like, let me see. Let me see in your gym clothes. I'm like, I don't wear them tight gym clothes, buddy. I wear loose clothes, right. you know? Like, why does it go to that? It just goes to that spot because it's very, it's all the social media stuff. It's a person that's dressed in probably nothing is going to get way more likes than somebody that's super talented over there with their art and all that stuff. And that's that's the sad part about it. And I think mm-hmm. that's such a huge disconnect. So on these dating apps, they're in that, you know, visual thing. So let me send you this. This is what's going to get the person. And it's so twisted. And it's I don't think it's going to get any well, better well, at all. Well, Snow, what's your reaction when you get the dick pics? <laughs> okay, when I get dick pics, when they they try these guys try to act all sly too. They're like, "Can I send you a picture?" You know, a picture. You know, like a picture. And I'm like, finally, I'm just like, oh, here. First thought in my head is, oh, here we go again. I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead and send the picture, and then. Automatically, I'm thinking, I'm like, and this is true, I have never 
met any of them who have ever sent me their dick pics. I have never gone and actually met them after that. Right. Like, I'll usually always make up the excuse, oh, I met somebody else and it's kind of working out with them. When yeah. It's a total lie, but I'm like, I got to do something to get rid of them because I'm like... I don't want to see your dick before I meet you. Exactly, in that's backwards. I don't want that's to. what I'm saying. It's all backwards. Yeah, but like, no. But the solution is the next time is just send a picture. I've met somebody else, and you send her the the Marky Mark Dirk Diggler pic. Yeah, <laughs> go go yeah. online and find you know, a really like, good. I met someone go else. Go find something really <laughs> impressive. This is where you're competing with. Yeah. So don't. Like, that'd be a good way to say it. This is where you're competing. Right. With. If it beats this, send the picture. <laughs> And then we can talk. And, uh, of course, then they'll probably go on and find a fake I know, one, right? too. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, and that's another thing, guys. Why don't guys do that? Why don't they just send, like, the most impressive picture they can find? I know. That, Some I mean, they probably already, do. They already complain about how, you know, all of them will put in their thing, if you don't look like your pictures, you owe me drinks all night or some shit right. like that, right? I'm like, I'm like, do you know how many of you guys... Don't necessarily look like your pictures yeah. when I've gone on a date with you, you know? Yeah. That's why Just we saying. meet up, man. I'm about I'm about the connections in you know, okay, I was having a conversation actually with a friend like this last night. He's like, I mean, you probably you do have to initially have some kind of attraction to somebody. Yeah, you, you have know, to have chemistry. And I agree with that, you know. But there's been a lot of times in life, though, where I wasn't attracted to somebody. But because of how we connected in our conversation, it makes them more attractive to you. You know, like, they start looking a little different. You're like, maybe they are. Like, I am. But it's those connections, those deeper ones that, you know, make it better, I guess. Yeah, because you, yeah. you can be, like, attracted to somebody, like, physically. But then if you can't have a conversation with them... No, yeah, for me, that's a no. You don't have no. much in common. Yeah. 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 I, I, and I'm a, I'm big on my number one thing is humor. Like, if, if they're not yeah. making me laugh, I'm just like, I can't do it. Like, I, yeah, they got to be funny. When I picture spending the rest of my life with somebody, we're going to be laughing. We're going to be having a good time in this <laughs> life. I'm not going to be the only entertainment You have here. to to make it through Yeah, this we're going to have to. And going through, like, heavy, deep stuff. Like, I'm one of those people that I'll crack a joke even in the most darkest times. Me and too. I, I'm probably going to need somebody like that to to pick us, you know, pick me Humor back up. Humor totally heals. It's, yeah. I mean, it's part of, I think it's one of the things, laughter is the best medicine. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah. That's how it is for me. So if you can make jokes about a terrible situation. Right. It, and there's people who think like, you know, they come down on comedians saying, you know, the whole cancel stuff lately. Right. And you're just like, dude, but you don't, what you, what some of you don't understand is that's the way that some people work through Exactly. Traumatic thing. I've had really traumatic things happen to me. And I'm like, the only way I could get past it was finding something funny. Yeah. You know, making a joke joke about it. it. Yeah. Right. And when I feel bad, Shelly's experience, you know, like I'll be down about something. We'll start texting back and forth. But I always seem to find a way like I I can still throw a joke in there. I know. (laughs) I know. know. That's how I am, too, because it's, you know, it's rough. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, humor is a, a big thing for me and the conversations and, and just how they think. I like to go like if I'm on a date or I'm, I'm dating somebody, I like to take them out. And if they are a drinker, mm-hmm. I like to see how they get when they're drinking. I pay attention. True. I pay attention to so much stuff. I'm always <laughs> taking notes. Like there with no, no I'm bad. like, I know. Right. I'm like, OK. Check. Like, yeah. Check. Like, can he handles alcohol? Because for me, I, I've I've dated a dude who passed out in the bar. We had to drag him out. I'm like, see that? I'm not a babysitter. 
Like, yeah. you've got to know how to handle your stuff. And, and acting like that Pass, in public, that's embarrassing. Passing out in a Yeah, bar yeah, he fell asleep. Like, the, the server came up to us. She's like, hey, uh, that guy you, you have guys to are leave. with. Yeah, yeah, you guys need to get him out of here. And I'm like. You're not allowed to sleep in a bar. That's why yeah. we don't have beds in here, okay? <laughs> yeah, so to see, like, how they are, like, how they control themselves, especially while drinking, because that's, you know, different behaviors can definitely come out like that, you know? Yeah. So I pay attention to so much stuff. A lot of people say I have. Uh, I'm very picky and high standards, but I, I'm going to stay here. So like, what? You yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to drop you know? to meet somebody. Like, well, plus, plus you're like, I don't want to. If I end up with somebody, I'd, the goal is to like not get a divorce. Right. You know, if you decided that you wanted to get married, you're like, I don't want to have yeah, to break up. That's why like taking the time to get to know somebody. Right. That's that's a huge problem. Like, it's yeah. just people jump. From this to that to that. It's to fill in those voids. They can't handle being by themselves or they need the constant attention. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you need to get the, take the time to really get to know somebody. Because when people get together these days, it's like, then you're trying to change somebody. It's like, you can't change somebody. They'll that change on works. their own. Yeah, so if you knew works. them beforehand and took that time, you would have saw that about them and you wouldn't probably got well, with I, them. Well, one with, uh, you know, the mutual friend that we have that moved out of town. Mm-hmm. There was one night that we had gone. I had gone up to Follow Boy with my kids mm-hmm. up in Vegas, and <clears throat> the girl I was seeing at the time was at down at the Blackbridge, and she got hammered mm-hmm. to the point where the bartender's like, uh, you know, she lived it, it downtown within walking distance, and um, one of my good friends walked her home. But that was embarrassing for me. The next time I went to Blackbridge. To, Hey, sorry Boy, about that your girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> on one. Mm. You're like, yeah. I don't want to be... Like, yeah. Uh, and I don't want people coming to me and talking it. Like, I come out to have a good time. Like, yeah. And yeah. usually if people are like that, there's got to be some kind of pattern or there's something going on there that, you know, they're drinking yeah. like that. Um, yeah. No. Well, Jay Moore made one of the funniest bits he did last night was when he was just like, oh, there's a lot of couples here. I love seeing all the couples. And he was just like, but you're going to break up. <laughs> yeah, that's, it. that's the thing. Like, that's why they don't last. It's not the old school stuff anymore. Like, it's just instant. Like, and, and, and people have so many, like, in it's the social media stuff. It's the texting. It's, it's all of that. We see somebody online. Well, why aren't they texting me? Like, right. it starts making me feel all, like anxious. Like, am I not good enough for them? I guess I'm not that important because they're online, but they're not talking to me. And. You know, well, and I've, been, to I've done chill that too. A, a yeah, lot on the social well, media stuff yeah. too. They yeah. need to like limit their time on there. Yeah, because you get into stuff. Because like some that. people are on there like all hours of the right? day, and then that, that can mess with your mind. I used to be bad know? on that too. Like I've cut down a lot. I'm still on there a lot, but not like I was. And lately, I just find myself like I'll go on there, post what I want. And I'm like, I don't really feel like being on here. I could be doing something else, so I'm gonna go do that. Bill Maher's right when he calls it. He's like, Facebook should be called Time Suck. Yeah, it, def- it definitely <laughs> so is. Just, you just sit there scrolling. Like, it's already been an hour. Like, I lost an hour just, just endless. Right, and you think about, like, when you get, get that little thing on, I think it's on Sunday mornings, how much screen time I you won't had. even look at that. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, that'll ruin my whole yeah, week. <laughs> yeah, don't want to look at that. Yeah. No, like, I, I was on the phone for how long? I was actually thinking about taking a break this upcoming week, just... Not not deactivating my account, but I'll do that from time to time. Uninstall it and not go on for a week and just and you do. I feel like you do reconnect more with yourself and I get like much more energy and stuff. I got rid of it completely when the when the whistleblower came out. Oh yeah. 
and talking about how Facebook purposely likes all the fighting and whatnot. And I was like, you know what? I see myself doing that. I'm mm-hmm. doing, I'm being part of the problem too. I'm like, and I don't want to fight with people. Like it's stupid to not like somebody because of they, they see things a little bit different, different than I do. That's dumb. I'm like, especially when I know for a fact that we could discuss food and be totally fine. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's nothing about the day. I much. always change the subject to food when I start feeling, <laughs> when people start going out. Because I've already made a rule with myself. I'm like, I don't, I won't talk politics with people that I really, really, really don't agree with. Right. I mean, if, if it's somewhat okay, then you can kind of have civil conversations. But if you know for a fact you can't, I'm like... Once they start talking it, I'm just like, so tell me what's the best meal you've ever ate. <laughs> I just Let's change, change the this subject. Up. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, that's it on the dating apps, too, is, you know, these are, well, I wouldn't vote. I would never date somebody that's behind this party or behind this party. I think you're kind of really limiting your choice. Yeah, that's, some of it, though, I, I do agree that you shouldn't limit yourself, like, about that. Like, but when you have someone on there... This happened to me quite a while ago, but was just like, so he had moved from Washington state and like his first thing was I had to get out of there. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I like Washington. Like I like Seattle. I just went there in September blah blah blah, or whatever. And he's like, well, I had to get, it's just no one knows what bathroom they're supposed to. And I'm like, all right, this I cannot yeah. do. I'm like, cause you are just. Hate, I just see hate coming mm-hmm. from you. That's right. all I see. You Worry know? about what bathroom you're going into. Do your thing and that's it. Like, why is that? You know? right. uh, yeah. Well, I even I, tried joking around with him, too. I'm like, well, I go to the bathroom that has the shortest line. That's what I'm about. I'm like, <laughs> all I need to do is go in there and do my business. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you think is going on in bathrooms. I right. don't, it, it, first off, it doesn't smell that great in there. Okay. Like, I don't know what you think is happening in there. Yeah, and when you're at a concert, you know, and we're, t- we're talking about these big concerts and, like, the men's line isn't that long, but the women's line is long. And, I will and, go and, in the men's. Yeah, and the girls come in. Nobody has a problem with it at that point. Everybody's the like, men hey, are all yeah. welcome. The <laughs> men are all cool. They're like, hey, let her go to the bathroom, you know, go use the stall. We'll, right. keep, we'll make sure, we'll keep an eye out, you know. I've always ha- been welcomed in there, Right. you know. Definitely. That's why I like a lot of the, 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 I, cause I listen to like, like heavy, like metal type stuff. And at right. those shows, it's mostly guys. So the yeah. plus about that is the girl's line is always short. And then, you know, the other thing I have, like that, you know, to bitch about the whole bathroom thing, what the fuck do they think happens with the porta potty situation? Oh, there's God, men, the there's worst. men and women going yeah, in exactly. and out of those though. I'm like, yeah, so no. what is the problem, guys? No, right. I, I went to Woodstock '99. Oh God! <laughs> they dumped those porta potties. I still not. I cannot go into a porta potty. Oh, you're all traumatized. You're traumatized. Yeah. yeah, after that Take one. Take me back to '99. Porta potties are disgusting. Yeah, but I mean, if you have to, you have go, to use you it. Have then, to go. Yeah. That probably would have been okay if they didn't dump them over and went. Well, over. yeah. Well, what happened was they couldn't clean them out fast enough. Oh, so they pe- were overflowing. So, people, so they were overflowing and people were oh. getting mad that they were overflowing. So they would tip them over. Oh. <laughs> like as if so they would make that when better. You, when you see the videos of the people, 
you know, splashing around in mud at Woodstock. It was poop. That's what it really was, yeah. Oh, that is... Oh, I God, wanted to go to that so, so bad. Maybe I'm glad I didn't. I know. I wanted to go to it, too. And I'm like, now that I watched that documentary, yeah, I'm like, oh, it's a good thing I wasn't there. How old could you have been in 99? I was 16. I was okay. already... Yeah. I, that's the first year I saw corn ever was 1999. I was recording uh, what's or yeah I was recording Woodstock because they had it on pay per view right. and I was using my VHS I, to record it and all that. I, I will tell you it was insane and I was back a ways. I was probably 200 yards away from the stage because I kind of knew what that was going to be like. Mm-hmm. And when they did Blind and if you see the video, yeah, that's and, and, and just of, the wave of people. Yeah. That was just incredible to yeah, see. Yeah, I got, I'm like, whoa, uh, whoa. And they, well, they weren't even the ones that were like the major instigators. It Limp was Biscuit. Limp Biscuit that. Limp Biscuit was. I mean, Fred that. Durst yeah. was kind of a douche. Like, <laughs> I always liked the other guy in the band that would wear like the. Westmoreland? Yeah. No, I like contacts, that yeah. I thought he was cool, but I kind of always thought Fred Durst was kind of a douche. <laughs> Sometimes, some of the stuff, like he had one of them. You know what though he he made a really good movie. I can't remember what the movie. I'm like he needs to stick to like making movies because it I was. Remember he was in a movie. I didn't know no, that. he was a oh. direct. He he directed oh, it. Okay. I can't remember what the movie is either. But it was it was a decent. I was like, really, Fred Durst made this. Right. Like the guy from Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> With the red hat, I will say and though, the khakis. Yeah, I, I, I've seen Limp Bizkit a few times, and I thought they were good at first, and then they kind of, you know, they kind of jumped the shark. But they got back together and they played Lollapalooza, and I was watching it on YouTube, and damn, they were good. Yeah, they were. I've seen them a couple times too. I liked a couple of their songs. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, but I never owned their CD. I owned the Corn CDs. Yeah, though. I have both of. I think I had either the the first two or the first three of them. Yeah. Well, I that, liked that. Well, them. that was the other thing about Woodstock is I was there. I experienced it. I, was, I saw him get on the uh, sheet of plywood and, you know, surf the crowd. But I guess I was just in the moment. I really wasn't hearing what he was taking in, what he was saying, until I went back and watched it years later. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, he really did throw gasoline on the fire mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Instigator. Wild, wild. Crazy. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I think, like, though, dating back to that, I think, like, by this point, all of us are kind of broken. It's the healing. A lot of the stuff that we need healing from is, is stuck in our bodies. It's our nervous system. And if you don't get down that deep to get that stuff out, it's just going to stay there. That's why a lot of people are like, I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I act that way. It's, it's in the body. It's happening and until you understand a lot of that stuff. I've spent, like, the last three years, I probably, because I'm a seamstress, so I just listen to stuff while I'm selling. Oh, are you really? Yeah. Cool. So I will listen to a lot of podcasts. For some reason, relationship stuff, that's where I'm, I'm really passionate about it. And I think that's maybe the direction I could go to as well. But just learning about the attachment styles, you know, the mm-hmm. anxious, avoidant, secure, uh, the love languages. Like, that's important to know how your partner's, what your partner's love language is. Like, if they're, if there's somebody that's into, like, words of affirmation, then you know that about them. So then you can do that for them and make that work. But if you're, if you don't have much self-awareness, how are you, how are you going to get through anything? Like, navigate through a relationship. And relationships are, 
that's when your emotions are involved. That's what's going to bring up somebody's trauma. That's where mm-hmm. you do the most work. So, like, people who want to, like, stay shut off and, like, no, I'm good. I don't need anything. Like, it's actually good to get out there and date because you go through these experiences yeah. and you get to learn what you like, what you don't, how you handle stuff, how you can improve and get better. And so I'm always putting myself out yeah. there. I find mm-hmm. the, the best relationships I've had are the ones where I'm not a big talker on the phone, but it's people that you can talk to and you like, how was I just on the phone for three hours? Yeah, that, person? that's... Or the ones where you can tell them anything, like you can tell them every deep, dark, dirty secret and you uh-huh. don't feel bad. They know that the other person's not judging you and you feel comfortable just to tell, to get that out. Yeah. And that's really hard to do. It's, it's really hard to find somebody with that comfort level. To be right. Able to tell them that. Yeah, it really is. That's how mm-hmm. you know. Like, that's, a, that's that connection. Um, those are the connections. I, I, like, I like to have all connections with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, how they, the, their values, just like we said, conversations, uh, feeling comfortable and, and being vulnerable with them uh, to open up. And, you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I talk about anything. I'm very open from the beginning. Like, but that's, that's what's attractive to me is somebody who's very clear on what they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people who don't know what they want. Uh, I get involved with a lot of dudes who aren't ready for a relationship, but yet they were the ones who pursued me. So it's like, why are you pursuing me if you're not ready for something? Like, what are you doing? That's something Especially you, when you're telling them that you... Yeah, I am, I am ready. Like, I want something right. serious. I know what I want. I don't want no casual. I don't, to me, that would be a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why are we going to fool around for five, six months and then it just ends? Like, that could have been five, six months I could have found somebody else and spent that time with them somebody who is going to last so for me that's that's something i look for is like clear direction like a dude who's like this is where i'm at in my life this is what i want this is where i want to go that's attractive not like well let's just go with the flow see what happens and i do like being like in a flow state is what they say and you know not rushing stuff really getting Mm -hmm. to know them but if you don't know where you want to go with this then you know what are we doing i'm Go find somebody who's still unsure of what they want and mess around with that. I know. Um, it's just, it is self-awareness is a lot. And I think it, it's kind of selfish on their part because they know you were already clear about what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And they're just being selfish by, I right. mean, they're, they they full on know that they're wasting your time. And they exactly. have no well, problem with it. Except male ego. Ego, I was going to say ego yeah. and pride. Like, is the, can I get this chick? Like, what, you know. Yeah, it, it's, it's almost like it's like a trophy. Yeah, or, I got it. Like a I'll, notch on your belt or and whatever. And that's so, it's, that's disgusting behavior to me. Because, you know, like, that's what I don't get about me is I am somebody who it does want something serious. And. You know, if you just want to sleep with me, state that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to happen. Like, but, be honest. But if you just want to sleep with somebody, there's plenty of other women out there who are who and are at that same place and will sleep with you, and that's all that they want. Find those women then. And it's almost like, I mean, what goes through the brain? Are they like, oh, I'll trick her into it, though? I mean, is that what yeah, they're like, thinking? what are you doing? That's, like, that's, no, no, well, I'll that, trick her that, into that's it. A, that's an ego thing, yeah. you know, and thinking like, well, hey, I'm, I'm like this James Bond. I'm just going to, you know. Be all smooth. He's like, yeah, but baby, you don't know how great yeah, I am. Yeah, and they like know, they're all a bunch of peppy you've little kids. Yeah, and they you've <laughs> already seen my dick. They I know mean. what they know what works though. And like me and my friend were having this conversation last night. He's like, you know, men know what men know what to say to women. They know what we want to hear. We like the affection. We like the attention. Oh, you're beautiful. That we're oh, 
thinks I'm beautiful. Like uh-huh. we're easy, not like that easy to get like that, but it's, it's true. They know what to say. They know what works. So they're going to do that. And I think that's just right. so schemey and just, it, it's, it's so like well, fake. Yeah. Can, can <laughs> fake, about, yeah. Can you tell you about the experience in the bar the other night? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was out of town, went to, I was on a video while well, they were shooting a video a band was, uh, the Hardyville Stranglers, by the way. <laughs> oh, name. okay. Yeah. Uh, which actually they're playing at uh, Sportsman's in a couple weeks with Ghostwood Murder. So. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Um, so I went there, you know, and I don't, I didn't know too many people. I had a few friends that were there. And I'm just sitting there and this dude like looks at me and I'm in costume. So I get it. My costumes are very uh, kind of creepy looking. But he's, and you do you make him yourself? Yeah, oh, I do. Okay. All that. Yeah, since yours seems yeah, so, so I get why I could get more attention on me. I love costumes. So. I do. Oh, I, I love do, Halloween. So. Yeah, me my too. Favorite. Oh, I'll, I'll send you some pictures. Yeah, later. afterwards I'll show you. I know. I gotta stuff. see these. Yeah, uh, I love it. But you know, I get why there's attention on me. But just dudes just coming up to me, putting their arm around me, like I don't, I don't know like, you don't guys. Touch. Yeah, another you can dude. Look, but don't yeah, touch. Yeah, this is what got me, and it kind of like messed up the night for me. It's like he looks at me and he starts going like this towards my mouth, and like he was gonna put his feet. I'm like, dude. I was like, um, like what's going on? It's just no, no privacy or like no respect for anybody's personal space, and now, I see that do, happen do a lot. Do you think though? My theory on it is because of Tinder and stuff like that is like they don't have the social skills on how to deal with somebody in real life. Hey, I've already sh- shown her my. Dad. It very well could be like that automatic body. Detachment. Like they want to connect life. that. Way. They're connecting that way. People these days they don't have like the conversation. Like, hey, how are you? Like, getting even. It is. Right. It is at uh, the social media stuff. Right. I mean. You could say hello though before you try to go stick your finger in right. Someone's yeah, mouth. I was like, like, don't. That's gross. You're like, first off, I don't know where your fingers been. Yeah, exactly. Then I really could've started thinking about butthole. Yeah, for all I know, here, you know, like gross. And another chick, she had a her shirt was revealing, but I guess another dude went up to her and grabbed her like that out of nowhere. And so they were like looking for the dude to kick him out, I think. But I'm like, that's disgusting. Like you don't. Good, they should kick him out. Right. Like, you don't yeah. do that. That's... Right. I, I feel bad if, you know, if you just, you know, reaching over to the bar and you just graze somebody with your elbow. I'm like, whoa, I'm sorry. I know, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Really quick like, if you accidentally bump into somebody. Or, yeah. yeah, but they're like, Anything. oh, I'm sorry, I'm drunk and all that. I'm like, well, you shouldn't be out in public if that's how you act when you're drinking. Like, don't touch people. And I just, I just wanted to get out of there as soon as I could, though, because I'm like, this is not, there's a lot of stuff going on here. I don't drink anymore, so it's a whole... Oh, okay. So it's not a whole different kind of thing for me, but you do realize a lot more when you aren't drinking. I think back right. when I used to drink, I was just like, seeing stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that makes me want to take another drink. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like this kind of behavior, if it's like this in here. But now I'm like, no, it's, but it is, it's all physical type stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't vibe with that. I like deep connections. I like conversations, mm-hmm. you know, not the, not all the physical stuff. Like we were talking about porn and stuff and all that. Like I, w- I won't date a dude if he watches porn. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, I feel like there's a disconnect there. Like why, why, why do you? Especially if you then you get into a relationship, why would you still even need to watch porn? You know, like mm-hmm. uh, I have a friend. <laughs> I, I feel bad. I shouldn't say that. I know somebody. <laughs> Uh, so he watches a lot of porn and like me and him connect in other ways, but because he watches it so much to me, I'm like, that's, I'm not attracted to that. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, I understand why guys 
watch it. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I think release. some girls are into it too, but I can't get over like how ridiculous the faces look. Because I've tried to watch it before, and I'm like, this is straight up hilarious. I can't stop laughing to get into this because I'm like, the faces they just. Is that really what people look like? <laughs> I'm like, it just it just seems like, well, it's also like I can't watch movies if the acting is bad. I have right. to just You're shut like, it off. Is, I'm, I'm like, not into this. I'm know, like, I, this is, I, I am I not believing funny, any of this. I did have a funny story, and I don't know why people make sex tapes. You know, I don't understand. I don't know why anybody would want to watch themselves afterwards. But I had a friend, and he was telling me, like, oh, I made a sex tape with my girlfriend. I'm like, oh. And she happened to walk up, and... I've known this kid since we were like teens. I was like 16. He was like 50. Known him lifelong friend. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I can't believe that you told him we made a sex tape. I'm like, you're like, I, I didn't I, see I, it. I, I'm like, look, I, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I, and I just made this joke. I'm like, I just saw, saw like a video of two polar bears having sex. <laughs> and she goes, he did see it. Slap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be somebody's own thing, you know, sex tape. I would hope it would stay private. That's why I don't, that's how I feel about like nudes and stuff like that. Like that person's going to have your picture forever. Right. Well, if they want it, you know, if they keep it forever. Right. And what if you two don't make it? I know they're going to, they're going to show it to a ton of people. Definitely. I don't like, I don't like the thought of that. Like, and people get real uh, at the end of a relationship. That's where they say you see somebody's true colors. Like they can be, they can blast that. Like. I don't like the I'm, thought I'm, of it ever since I heard the interview with um, John Oliver and Edward Snowden. And they, I'm like, oh, they they do see everything. They're like, because yeah. he, when he worked at the NSA, he's like, we see all your pictures that you send. Yeah. Like, they, like we see all that going through there. I'm like, oh, wow. People should <laughs> well, listen to him and pay attention. But the other thing, though, you know, he not, would know. not being revenge porn of showing pictures of somebody else, I don't want to see, like, especially if you were serious about that person, I'm like, I don't want to see, be reminded of her. No, delete, that's, you You delete. do got to get rid of stuff from, mm-hmm. like, old things. It holds that energy. You know, I still have some pictures. I saw a meme the other day. It's like, I need to go through my camera roll. I still got, like, four of my relationships still in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Delete. But, you know, I, I had a boyfriend one time who who got mad about, because uh, I had on my Instagrams, like, some old pictures of my boyfriend. And they I only kept them because they were part of, like, you know how you can do on Instagram, like, a group of pictures at one time, like, ten pictures. Well, mm-hmm. in order to delete the one of me and my boyfriend at the time, we would have had to have deleted, like, it was, like, my sister's birthday party pictures. So that's why I kept oh, it on there. Okay. But I had a boyfriend who, who didn't like these. Like, why are your pictures, why do you still have pictures up of your ex and stuff like that? And I was like, it's it's part of a group picture. Like that was years ago. I was with the dude. I'm like, over you him. See the other people. Yeah, in the I, picture? I'm over him. Like you know, it's not about that anymore. And he started getting like really insecure about that stuff. So I was like, well, you know, babe. I was like, if it bothers you that much, I'll delete him. You know, I'll be cool about that. But in my mind, I started thinking. I'm like, okay, is this dude have some like issues? Right, and he like, did. He started. How getting... about if I put a happy face over his face <laughs> and then still got to keep everybody right. else? <laughs> So I noticed he started like having, he did start becoming more insecure with stuff. Like, what what, what were you with? Like, and that's his own thing. That's the thing. That's what I've learned about a lot of people. I, like I said, I'm constantly paying attention to people's, I'm like, is that (laughs) probably because I am so into all the stuff, the relationships. So if I know what to look out for, like the red flags and even that, I'm still, I still. Yeah. When you have that little gut feeling. Yeah. Like when you're like, well, 
I'm like, is this just me? Am, am I being wrong here? But 99% of the time when you have that gut it's your feeling intuition. that something is your wrong, intuition is speaking. you're almost always right. That's We all need to be in more in tune with our intuition. And, and I looked this up one day because it's like, how do you know the difference between if it's your trauma making you think this stuff or if it's your intuition saying something? In mm-hmm. your intuition, you will feel in your gut. Okay. That feeling, it's hard to explain, you know, but you'll feel something in your gut and that's your, your, but that's your body speaking. That's your higher self telling you like, right. Listen, but, but then, the, off. But the, then the trauma. In yeah. Your then head, you start over. It, yeah. yeah you're, then you're, it, it now becomes a battle because yeah. the trauma in your head goes, no, just because everyone else has fucked you over. Yeah. Doesn't mean that this person's going to fuck you over. But no, a lot, your gut is still telling no. you, no, I'm right. Then it always right. comes back and you're like, I knew it. I, sh- I knew something was, the, I should have listened. The really telltale sign is that when your friends also go. You know, there's just something about her that I... <laughs> yeah, what? they know too. What? You can you sense things. It's crazy. Energy, man, you got to listen to it because it doesn't lie. And there have been yeah. times where... But when your emotions get involved, that's when the red flags you start becoming pink and orange. They don't look <laughs> as red. Right? Your feelings. That's why when you're in your feelings, that's when you're going to do the most work. Because you're like, well, there was a lot of yellow flags, yeah, but they didn't turn red yet. Yeah, there's there. <laughs> you start seeing the good in that person and and totally ignoring the other things. And that's something I've I've been guilty of a lot. Like I I, I ignore this. I'm like, well, maybe they'll come around. Maybe they'll change. Maybe they'll see my words. Maybe this. Maybe that. But no, you really have to be in the moment and pay attention to what you're being shown in that moment. And mm-hmm. go with that. And I know it's hard, but that's that's what all that healing work does for you. You will be able to know. And yeah. even knowing your worth. That's a lot of people, low self-esteem, insecurity issues. That's what causes a lot of problems with the relationships. You know, if you don't feel like you're worthy, then you're more likely to be with somebody who does who also doesn't see you as worthy. You right? gravitate towards that. But once you know, like, I know my worth. Like, I don't tolerate that kind of behavior. So you can go. Like... You're more in control like that. And that's a good place to be. Very good. Especially with all these dating apps. Like, "Mm, no, not Mm -hmm. out. I don't like that behavior. I'm I'm out. I'm not going to entertain it. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. So, yeah. Red flags, man. Don't ignore them. (laughs) You know, don't ignore them. I've always, I tell you about that stuff. Like, sometimes I'm like, no, stay away from her. (laughs) Just doesn't sound good. You know? Yeah, and then you need yeah. those kind of friends around you, like them honest friends, like that'll really be real with you, not like, oh, I hope it works out and all that, you know. Like it's good to have supportive friends, and I get it, but there's times where, mm-hmm. you know, you can tell your friends like going through it, and you're like, no, what I see from this is, yeah, I like being that person for my friends too. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good and letting them know like you you don't deserve to have somebody treating you that way. Nobody should be calling you names. That's little kid behavior. Somebody mm-hmm. calls me one name, I'm out. Like I was with somebody abusive, and that's all he ever did was call me names. Just every bad name you could think of all the time. What I learned in that relationship was I won't be with somebody who calls me anything. Like mm-hmm. you call me a bitch once, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't put up with that. So yeah. Bad behavior. It's and childish too. Like who name calls? That's 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 kid stuff. So learn to communicate in healthy ways. Right. You know, and that's the thing about relationships. Everybody's so on that fight mode. Like the arguments and stuff. It's like, hey, we're a team. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to get through this together. Why are we battling each other? Let's battle the issue and move forward from here. That's that's the love. Like. 
people are so used to their past relationships, all that baggage, and then just wanting to fight with the person they're in. Like, oh, this is a fight, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. You know, that's all the ego stuff yeah, too. I mean, there was this one relationship I had, and she would just love to fight, and it was the same fight over and over again. It's just like, why are we doing this? We've had this. We've had right. The, we've had the fight. We've had the discussion. We've had the makeup. Why are we revisiting? And that was the breaking point. Mm-hmm. It was like, you, you know, when you say, well, we didn't live together, but I'm like finding myself, I'm going to go sleep on the couch. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I sleeping on the couch in my own house? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Nobody wants to fight. I mean, some people do, but I don't. That's a waste of time. Like, I'm trying to love. Like, that's the thing, too. Like, uh, what I was talking about the other day, like, life's short, you guys. Like, mm-hmm. Don't waste it like in a situation like when I when I get my heart broken or whatever, I automatically go into like, okay, like I don't like to suppress, you know, that's what a lot of people do. They'll they'll suppress all those emotions. Uh, They'll escape, whether Mm -hmm. that's through whatever way they escape and they don't face that stuff. Me, I'm like, no, I'm I'm going to bring all this up to the surface. How am I really feeling? Like, I'm hurt. Like, you have to admit when you're hurt. A lot of people to be like, ah, nah, whatever. They didn't bother me. But you have to be honest with yourself and be like, no. I am hurting. This person hurt me or I'm hurt because of the situation didn't work out or whatever. That's the stuff you have to really look at and like, but what can I take from that experience and how can I get better from it? What, you know, for my next experience, what can I take from it? Because you can take everything. You can learn from anything, any experience. Yeah. You should go into like psychology counseling. You'd be really good at it. I love all that. And And I've always been like, I've noticed that since I was young, like, like, say I had friends that broke up, I'd be like, well, what happened? But not because I was, like, gossiping, like, oh, what's you know the tea? What happened? Wanna know. I wanted to know, like, why did the dynamic mess up? Like, what happened yeah, between like, you two? I kind of want to help and solve Yeah, like, problems. why did, did they... It, I understand if they cheated on you. I get all that stuff. Like, there's mm-hmm. certain things that you don't tolerate. Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't anyways. But, uh, but there's other things where it's like, you know, you guys could have worked that out. Or, like, you know, people just like to give up. And now yeah. it's even... Nowadays, it's worse. It's easy just... Oh, I'm giving up. No, oh, I know. Try. No like, effort. Look at no. the divorce rate in the United yeah. States. I mean, it's ridiculous. If, if there's love there, most of the things you can overcome with that. You know, mm-hmm. it takes work. It does take work from both sides, you know. If we mm-hmm. want to make this work, we can. But mm-hmm. a lot of... Like I said, with all the instant... Well, I don't need to make it work. Like, I got... Look at all these chicks or look at all these dudes on my phone. I'll just go this way. Right. And right? it's like... Why would I don't want to keep starting over? Like, right? Like, like the last person I really cared about just ghosted me at the end, and that is just that's harsh. That's, that's traumatizing. Very, it is. It traumatizes that person. I feel like ghosting is is a wounded person. Like they don't have the balls or whatever to tell you like what's up. They'd rather just mm-hmm. run and just be like, yeah. well, I don't really want to, you know. And it's hard. It's it's hard to tell somebody like. You know, I, I I had a good time with you, but we're just not clicking and stuff. I get it why it would be hard to tell somebody that because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like that too. Where I, but you have to be honest, though, with them. Right. It's better than, than ghosting. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cowardly, I think. Like, communicate. Like, I'm not really feeling this, you know. I've done that to my guy friends. I have a lot of guy friends that I, I talk. But I know that they are genuine friends because they're still around and stuff, you know. Right. Like being a friend. And I respect that in somebody. Um. But yeah, no, the communication, that's what, 
honest communication. Is Plus, everything. why wouldn't they not want to be friends with you? You have a lot of good advice to give them. I, that's what I said. I'm like, man, you really, I felt bad for you because you really lost a good friend. I would have had your back. I'm supportive. I'm down. I'll root you on. I got You're good really advice. You really done fucked oh, up. Yeah. Get rid of me. Shelly, though, is she take, like, we've been friends for a couple years, but right. it took a good year for her to be like, all right, let's hang out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I, my energy time is very valuable. So if I'm going right. to give it to somebody, like, you know, and then our schedule is just always, even like this, it took over a year. But every time I'd be like, okay, I can do it now, but then something else, you know, would come up. But I feel like that happened. I feel like it, this happened for a reason. I've grown so much more and learned so much more in the year's time. Like a year ago, I probably wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be where I was right now. So I right. feel like I have better things to say and bring bring to the podcast. Yeah, so, 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 you so really we, did we, bring a lot, though. We, we, yeah, we, we, we thank Michelle, though. For yes, yes. I was like, oh, man. like, Thank you, Michelle. We're yes. both going to be making a point. Thank you, yes. <laughs> and I can't wait. And I want to learn about it, too. I want to see like, how it goes uh, down because I believe in all that healing. And like I said, stuff can be stuck in the body and only certain healing, probably stuff like that, can bring that out. Because if you're not uh, aware and you don't do like a lot of work, then... Yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know that much about Reiki, like, that's why I want to do the experience, Uh but I was, like, even more drawn to the, the, um, the sensitive thing, like, she's a sensitive, Uh and that, I really believe, like, I've watched a ton of, like, those Unsolved Mysteries and whatnot, and it is crazy how, how certain people, like, just have the gift, like, she was saying... That everyone could have it. But I'm like, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I think more people, I think it's just a matter of, the reason why I probably think like it's no certain people have it is because those certain people are more open to Yeah, it is. It it, it is to open to receive know? those kind of things. I used to think I was psychic back in high school because I would see like th- visions. It's hard to explain uh, like that, like numbers or whatever. And I feel like maybe when I started drinking a lot, it kind of took it away. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, because I kind of was like, well, I'm not, I don't really see things much. And it would make sense because, you know, so we say alcohol is, is a low vibration. So it, it could take that away. So we'll see. I stopped drinking a year and a half. See if anything comes back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's about being more open and in tune to that stuff. Yeah, because like there was this one unsolved mystery where it was a, a little girl who was like six and she was out playing and she went and told her mom about this guy that she was talking to Uh that was obviously a spirit. I mean, he had died. I can't remember if he died like in the 1800s or even before then, but she's talking about how, yeah, he only has like one hand or whatnot. So then when they did more research, like on the history, this guy like got his hand cut off in one of the wars or Uh something. I'm like, Holy cow, that is crazy. Like, she's saying she's on the swings with them. Like, they're playing on the swings and stuff. And I'm like, that is crazy. And and it is crazy because, like, they say from, like, years age zero to seven, like, your baby to seven. Like, that's the time that you soak up most stuff. You're the most open to to anything. So that's why a lot of times they say kids will see things because they're so open and stuff the older we get the more trauma and the more things happen to us where we just kind of start closing ourselves off to stuff and 
So yeah, that stuff's wild to me. I'm, I'm fascinated by that stuff. It like, is. But to connect like that, but sometimes you feel things. I'm pretty intuitive as well, but energy is like a huge thing. Like I was telling my friend this yesterday, um, like how if somebody around you is in a bad mood, that can easily wear off on you. So mm-hmm. that was just the energy exchange right there. That's how strong it is. So if we could pick up stuff like that, there's who knows what else you know we could pick up. That's great. Right? So now that you've done this, will you come back? Of course. Yeah, have you on all the time. I love it. I love to talk. I'm, You're always welcome Yeah, back. I'm always leaving my friends like 30-minute audio clips. I'm like, I can't stop talking. Uh, yeah, I mean, because this is really, uh, when we started this podcast, this was kind of the direction we first did. We wanted to do like a, like a love line. Uh-huh. 2022. Yeah. And then just the world, the chaos of the world over the last three years. Oh, gosh, yeah. Got in the way of doing that. And we tend to find episodes like this or the one with Michelle uh-huh. seem to do better. Yeah, because it, mm-hmm. that's what it is. That's what's going on is everybody everybody wants that love, you know? Right. And we we enjoy doing the episodes more that are like this, too. But, like, it's hard to not discuss how you feel about current events too because yeah, that kind of affects you too yeah. so but we we really don't those aren't our favorite ones to do like right. it's it's much more fun to do these ones because it's, right. it's always more fun to be positive right than it is to be yeah. like i can't believe this happened you know yeah no so on, on that note though the niners game is starting pretty soon hey, oh yeah go go, niners. Go, i gotta go get niners. my kids Watch, watch the watch the game. So all the positive energy that we brought over the last They're going to win. They're going to win. We're going to focus yes. on the They're going to win. Yes. Okay. I got it. Yeah, Gosh, it's going I towards so. that. I really hope right. so. <laughs> okay. Well, so on that note, we'll wrap this one up, and we will see you next week, everybody. Bye. Okay, Bye, Bye, y'all.